What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Fitness. Today's episode is going to be about muscle gaining and healthy weight gain. I'm going to go over a lot of information in this episode, and I'm also going to share a story, my story to be exact, um, everything I did and learned along the way of achieving my physique that I have now. Um, first, I am going to start off with how I got into fitness uh, and just go from there. So just like any other high school kid, I was uh, 16, 17, and I was very into video games, of course, at the time. And video games were like my life, you know, after school, go play video games. Um, and this was a, I don't want to say a bad lifestyle, but along with the improper nutrition I had, probably eating maybe one or two meals a day. And not because there was like no food at home or, you know, I w- we weren't financially able to get food. There was always food at home. It's just, I was, I I'm still am a very picky eater. So sometimes I just wouldn't eat or I wouldn't feel the need to eat. I would honestly just forget to eat. And with that lack of nutrition, and my sedentary lifestyle, I was very, very skinny, uh, five, five, seven, five, eight, and I weighed about I want to say 110 pounds, maybe 115 at most, but 110 pounds being five, seven, five, eight, it's really, 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 really skinny, and I, I wasn't a type of person to be unhappy with how I looked or how I felt, and I never experienced anybody bullying me or harassing me because I was so skinny in reality like in high school I thought being skinny was like popular or like it was cool to be skinny you know if you're skinny you most likely have a six-pack and thought six-pack was the way to go you know what girl doesn't like a six-pack looking back now I'm like holy shit I wish I could just go back in time and tell myself to eat more or eat better and uh so yeah I started out weighing 110 15 pounds and bad nutrition, no physical activity whatsoever. Um, my junior year of high school, I stopped playing uh, helmet and pad football, and I joined the Delaware Army National Guard. And I also switched over to unified flag football. And this was honestly what got me interested in fitness. And if you are unaware of what unified sports are, it's basically a sport with kids who have disabilities and they're partnered with kids who don't have disabilities and they play sports, flag football, basketball. Those are the two sports that I played for my uh, junior and senior year. And playing these sports really got me into fitness. Mind you, I was still, you know, 110, 115. I stayed this weight throughout the entire my entire high school experience. Uh, when I did join the National Guard, uh, I was sent away to basic training after my junior year. And I want to say I put on about five pounds. And of course, that wasn't all muscle. Uh, it was good weight, healthy weight. I felt felt great. But I went from eating one to two meals a day to eating three meals, like being forced to eat three meals, you know, 
so after basic training, nine weeks, you know, having three meals a day, and I got up to probably 120, 125 at most. So when I came back, I was a senior in high school, weighing 120, and I was still not into weightlifting, but I was a little bit more active playing sports, the unified sports, and I liked it a lot. Honestly, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And after that, I wasn't really into anything else. The career path that I chose was aviation at the time. And I thought I was going to go to school to be a aviation mechanic. And uh, my job in the Delaware Army National Guard is aviation related as well. So finishing high school, still was not into weightlifting at all. I would go to the gym here and there, but nothing serious. I'd probably just go lift a few dumbbells, do a few machines, and leave. So after high school, I had another training, AIT training, and I came back, and I actually lost a lot of weight. I want to say about five pounds, so back down to 115. And the reason being is I had a lot more – I had a better choice of foods. I was able to choose whether or not I had to eat or not. Unlike basic training, I was forced. I had a lot more of a choice this time. And with the poor choices and, you know, me missing meals or, and me being honestly super stressed was a factor in losing the five pounds. And when I came back from training and the first time I seen my mom, it was the first, like she wasn't it wasn't the first thing she said, but, you know, a week later, she was like, wow, you really got skinny. I was, that that was the point in where I was like, damn, I need to step this shit up, you know? So got back from training, was back down to 115. Now, when I got back from training, I didn't have a job. I didn't have nothing to do. I was going to, I was planning on going to school for avi- to be an aviation mechanic, and I ended up not going. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just take... Us take half a semester off. Well, take the semester off and reapply to uh, reapply for the next semester for aviation. So now I have two or three months of free time. I didn't have a job, didn't really have anything to do. And where I live at, there's a Planet Fitness literally five minutes walking distance away from me. So my free time, I would, I would go to the gym. You know, of course, it was not nothing serious. I started going to the gym around September of 2019, and like I said, it wasn't serious. You know, I didn't. I have little to no knowledge, and being in the military, you have to be good at doing push-ups. You have to be good at doing sit-ups, and you have to be good at running. I hated running with a passion. Running is the one thing that I absolutely hate doing. If you give me a thousand dollars right now, I'll probably to, and you tell me to run for $1,000, I'm not going to run. I hate running with a passion. And I did get better at it through time. But, of course, you were forced to run. If not, you were going to fail and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I did get better at running. But I always hated it. And this is going to bring up a good point later on as well. Sit-ups, I was, I was decent in. Uh, I didn't hate doing them, but I just preferred not to do them but the push-ups were my favorite always maxed out my push-ups my push-ups were the best out of those three so 
with that little bit of knowledge, push-ups, sit-ups, and running, try to implement that in uh, the training that I started in September when I went to the gym. So I would go do a few push-ups, do some sit-ups, go for a slow jog, and those would be my workouts. I really took into consideration of how I looked and was kind of unhappy with, you know, being the skinny kid. You know, I'm not even in high school anymore, but just being skinny overall. And I was I don't want to say I was depressed, but I just didn't feel comfortable in the with the way I looked. So I started watching YouTube videos, how to grow bigger arms, how to get a bigger chest. Typical things that somebody would look up wanting to gain muscle. And learning a lot more, coming across these fitness influencers with these crazy looking physiques. And I was like, holy shit, this is something I want. This is something I want to do. So doing a lot more research. And when I mean when I say research, I mean just watching a bunch of YouTube videos. I would learn uh, basically who these influencers were, where they come from, how long it took them to get them to their journey what they did and just try to implement that into my life so i can have a physique that looks as nearly as good as theirs i started going to the gym in september and that whole month of september i was watching videos watching youtube and i came across this this ad and it's like become a certified personal trainer today and I was like hmm personal trainer so like damn I'm pretty good at you know being uh giving out information I feel like that's that's a that'd be good for me you know uh I like fitness I want to learn more about it okay maybe maybe that's something you know that I might do later on maybe just like a side thing you know so I seen that I was okay let me let me do a little bit more research Looked up, what do personal trainers do? What do you got to do to become a personal trainer? Like, good qualities of a personal trainer. And one of the websites I found, it had, like, a checklist of, like, qualities a good personal trainer has. And I had all of it. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember being like, holy shit, this, this could be my future. So, doing more research... I found a few good YouTubers that put out some good information and I just watched all their videos, every single one of them, learning as much as I could. And around October is when I developed my own workout program. And how I did that was I took some workouts from a a YouTube video And I would put that with another one. So I would watch guy A, his arm workout video. I would put that with guy B's leg workout video and then so on and so forth. So I had a six-day workout program. Went to the gym six days a week. Just lifting weights. And mind you, my form was not the best. I didn't know proper form, proper technique. How to properly train for muscle growth. And looking back, I wish I knew a little bit more, but I'm glad that I started like that. I just wasn't the best at, you know, doing what I was doing at the time. I didn't know too much and I didn't have 
a trainer or somebody to work out with to correct my form or make sure I was doing the exercise properly. It was just me going to the gym, trying to mimic these guys that are on YouTube. And I, I fell in love with it. The first month of October, well, the month of October is when I like fell in love with it. So I was like, okay, this is, this is something I could do. You know, this is something that I like. So I started looking more into personal training. I found a site that let me do the course online, pay for the course, studied all the quizzes, all the textbooks, chapters, and all that. And by December, I, be- I got my first certification in personal training. So leading up to that, you're going to know if you... If you just work out and your nutrition is still shit, you're not going to see results. You'll see little to none results, little to no results. And this was a problem for me during the October month because I was working out six days a week, maybe even seven. And I was seeing a little bit of results, but I wasn't seeing the scale go up as fast as I wanted it to. So like, damn, what am I doing wrong? There's something I'm doing wrong. I think I'm more than confident that I got the training down. What else am I doing? Am I, is it not, am I not recovering correctly? Am I not eating correctly? And I really had to dig deep for those to figure exactly out what it was. My nutrition was still shit. Okay. I was still eating, eating more, but not great if that makes sense. So what I mean by that is I would eat more, but I'd probably have a McDonald's McGriddle for breakfast, cheeseburger for lunch, pizza for dinner. That's a bad diet. And I did that for the whole month of October and I did see some weight gain, but I want I was very impatient. Very impatient. So I was like I need this progress and I need it now. So back to some research, whole month of November, how do I gain weight? And all these videos, all these articles related to nutrition, I'm like, damn, nutrition is pretty difficult. That's a very broad area, very broad topic. Am I ready for that? So started looking into that, and for the whole month of November was just nutrition focused. Still going to the gym six days a week, but that was, there was no problem with that. I love going to the gym. I never missed a workout. For November, I was doing all this research with nutrition, and I realized I need to clean, clean it up. So I basically made my own nutrition pl- program or nutrition plan, diet plan, whatever you want to call it, and I followed it. My nutrition plan was eggs for breakfast, eggs and oatmeal for breakfast, rice and chicken for lunch, rice and ground beef, and sweet potatoes for dinner. And I did that for, I want to say half of November all the way until December of uh, 2020. And fuck, that was difficult. Three meals a day, the same, 
same foods, honestly. And of, I would have like a protein shake in the morning, like the morning snack, protein shake for a lunch snack and a nighttime protein shake. So I was eating a lot, eating a lot. Now, after that, I was seeing tremendous weight gain. One, maybe two pounds a week instead of seeing 0.5 or one pound. I was seeing one to two pounds a week. And I was like, fuck, this is it. I found it. I figured it out. I love it. You know? Was I happy with what I was doing? In a way, I would force myself most of the time to, you know, eat a meal or drink a shake. Was I happy? Hard to say. I was happy with the results, but I wasn't happy with what I was doing to achieve the results. Now, looking back, I'm glad I did it because I wouldn't have learned that. I wouldn't have that experience of following a super strict diet. I wouldn't have that experience of counting calories, weighing my food out, doing all that. I wouldn't have that experience. January of 20, no. Yeah, January of 2020 is when I kind of went away from that because I just wasn't happy. And I was like, okay, what else can I do? So I started getting more familiar with flexible dieting. And this is what I preach to all my clients and everybody I work with. Flexible dieting is the way to go. And flexible dieting is basically you're able to enjoy the foods that you like, have them daily in moderation, and still reach your goals. So my goals were and still are to continue to gain weight, build muscle, and keep off as much fat as possible. Now, the way to do that is there's two ways. You can do a bulk, a dirty bulk, or you can do a lean bulk. And this is probably what most of you came to listen to this episode are waiting for. A dirty bulk is where you consume a bunch of calories that aren't clean calories. So what I mean by that is, let's say you have to eat 2,000 calories in the day to gain weight. And if you don't know the equation for that, you can listen to my last podcast episode. I go into detail about that. Uh, the weight, weight loss, best diet for weight loss. I go into detail all about the equations and what I use. You can use that for muscle gaining as well. So let's say you're eating, you have to eat 2,000 calories to gain weight. It's really easy to eat 2,000 calories of Popeyes, KFC, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. It's really easy. You could have that, have over, get over 2,000 calories within two meals, and you could still eat more. That's a dirty bulk. Now, it's easy to eat the unhealthy, quote-unquote, unhealthy foods. It's very easy to go over calories. Oreos, 190 calories for three. Uh, what else? Chocolate. Cakes, donuts, pizza, cheeseburgers, they're all high in calories. You can eat a lot of those foods and you're going to gain weight. You're just going to gain a lot of fat. 
dirty bulking. Now, the reason why people dirty bulk is because, one, they're happy with the weight gain. Two, they get stronger. The more weight that you have on your body, the stronger you should be. So they're getting stronger, they're seeing weight gain, and they think it's muscle. It's not all muscle. And also, when you have a lot of weight on you, it's easier to put on more muscle because you're, so, you're a lot stronger. Okay, so those are reasons why dirty bulking is very popular. Now, do I recommend dirty bulking? No, not at all. The reason being is because if you're bulking, you might feel insecure about how you look, let's say being skinny. If you're bulking, you're just going to put on a lot of fat. And you might feel even more insecure about how you look because you might look in the mirror like, oh, man, I'm, I feel like I'm overweight or, you know, I just I'm just not happy with how I look. You're going to see the scale go up. You're going to see your uh, your numbers go up in strength as well. But you might not be happy mentally. Now, the other route you can take, which I recommend, is the lean bulk or main gaining. Main gaining and lean bulk is lean bulking is when you are eating clean foods, excuse me, quote unquote lean foods or clean foods to get in a calorie surplus to gain weight, to gain muscle. And this means having high protein, high carbs, moderate fat, and just overall healthier choices in your diet now at the end of the day the number one thing that you have to be aware of to gain muscle is your protein intake you need protein to rebuild muscle if you don't have if you have a shitty diet well if your protein is you just have you're just lacking in protein you're not going to gain muscle you're not. Your recovery is going to be shit. You're just not going to be able to function fully. You need to get protein in. That's the number one goal. Protein and weight training. That's all I care about. For you to gain muscle, strength train three to, uh, say at minimum, three, three days a week at minimum. Three days a week, and make sure you get protein in every day. And you might think, oh, how much protein do I need? Just get protein in each meal. You can have eggs for breakfast, egg whites for breakfast, turkey bacon for breakfast, turkey sauces for breakfast. It's protein. You can have chicken, rice, I mean, not rice, chicken, steak. Ground beef, ground turkey, you have that for lunch, dinner. Those are protein sources. You got protein shake, protein bar. Those are all protein sources. Get protein in three to five times a day. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It could be, you know, just a little bit of chicken, maybe two eggs, two egg whites. It's protein. Start small and then build up from there. Protein is super important. You don't have to go crazy and, you know, have 
four protein shakes throughout the day. But you need to ensure you're getting your protein in. You need to also make sure you're getting your rest. Sleep seven to nine hours a night. If you're not sleeping, you're not recovering. It's that simple. If you're working out and you're working out intense, you need to recover. Your nutrition is going to help with that. But your recovery is also going to be an ama- a major, major factor to achieving the results that you want to achieve. I'm going to talk about supplements and the supplements that I took to get to where I'm at now. If you remember when I talked about my diet, my December diet, we'll call it that. The eggs and oatmeal, rice and chicken, rice and ground beef. There's no vegetables in there. There's none. I cannot stand vegetables. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if it's a taste thing. But for some reason, I just cannot eat vegetables. It's very unhealthy. Very unhealthy. And I, I'm working on it. Trying to figure out recipes that I enjoy. And... The recipes that just make me happy. With certain vegetables. Um... You need vegetables. So don't do not do what I'm doing or don't do what I did. Get your veg- vegetables in. You need your minerals. You need your fiber. You need your micronutrients. I do recommend getting a multivitamin. Go on Amazon. Go to your Walgreens, Rite Aid, whatever drugstore you're near. Get a multivitamin. This is going to help. There's a whole bunch of other vitamins as well that... You might need, your doctor might recommend. If your doctor doctor recommends it, then get it. But the only thing that you really need, in my opinion, is a multivitamin, a fish oil, and creatine. And I might be forgetting one, but those are the three that I take, that I've taken from the beginning. So multivitamin, fish oil, and creatine. Now, yep, but let's talk about protein powders and pre-workout. Protein powder is just a supplement just in case you're not getting enough protein in throughout, throughout the day. So let's say you're lacking a protein. You could just pour some water with a scoop, mix some water with a scoop of protein, and you have 23 grams, 24 grams of protein, whatever the, your type of protein powder you're using. Protein powder is not necessary. It's not needed, but it can help a lot, especially if you have trouble getting in protein. The way digest faster. The isolate takes longer to digest. Get whatever flavor you like, and whatever is cheaper for you. The way is always going to be cheaper. The isolate is going to be a little bit more on the pricey side. Whatever you're able to. If you don't, if you can't even afford the protein powder, you don't need it. Uh, pre-workout is another supplement that you don't need. It's basically a stimulant to give you energy for the gym to make you lift more, 
work out longer, have more energy. You don't need it, but it can help on the days where you're tired, you, you had a little bit of sleep, or whatever the case may be. Pre-workout will help, but those aren't needed. Fish oil is going to help. Helps you get some fatty acid in. Creatine. A lot of people think creatine is a steroid. It's not. Your body naturally produces creatine. You get creatine from lean meats. Now, the reason why people think creatine is a steroid is because you take it and the effects that it has. Basically, the to keep it simple, creatine makes you hold on to more water, makes you a little bit stronger in the gym, and it'll help you push out a, an extra rep or two at the end of your set. So, make you a bit stronger. You you won't notice a significant change. You won't. It's very very minimal minimal. Creatine, I definitely recommend it. It's the most number one research supplement in the world. No other supplement has the amount of research back behind it to support all the great benefits it has. You can just get creatine at Amazon, GNC, for really cheap. You should not be paying an arm and leg for creatine. Creatine is a very cheap supplement. That you can get almost anywhere. You don't need creatine, but I do recommend it. Consistency. You have to be consistent. Okay, so I started in October working out. November, I was still working out, but my diet was, wasn't good. December is when I was still working out, and my diet was, I thought it was on point. From there, I've continued that, having a high protein, great recovery, great workouts throughout from January until now, last January, so this January. Being consistent, I have gained over 40 pounds. So I started at 115. I want to say I'm about 156, 157. I weighed in yesterday morning at 156. Being consistent is really what matters. You can't expect to go to the gym two days, two days a week, once a month, one week a month, and expect to build muscle or put on some weight. You can't expect to eat high protein in one day and not eat high protein for another week you're not going to see the results being consistent is going to help you long term and just overall it's going to help you a lot if you're not consistent you're just not going to see the progress building muscle takes time building muscle takes a lot much more time than it does to lose fat or lose weight. You have to be consistent. If you're not, you're just not going to see the progress. And a lot of people struggle with that because 
they'll go for a month. They'll everything will be on point. They won't be happy with their results, and they give up. Same thing with weight loss. People will go for a month, go for two months to the gym and have their diet on point, and they won't see the results that they think they should be seeing. When in reality, it takes a lot longer to see these results that they want. Set smaller goals, realistic goals, and you'll be more you'll feel more accomplished when you achieve these goals. So if you are trying to gain muscle, build muscle, gain weight, be consistent, be patient, because that's something that I lacked and I wanted to quit multiple times. But I didn't. I was always in the gym. Once I got my nutrition down, my nutrition was good. Always had my nutrition good. And I I like what I was doing. I want to go back to that point I mentioned earlier. I hate running. And if you know me, you know how much I hate running. There's not one exercise in the world that you need to do to achieve the results that you want and you'll you probably heard me say that in previous podcasts and you're going to hear me say that in future podcasts there's not one thing you not one exercise you need to do to gain muscle or lose fat do what you like find what you like if you like doing a bench press a barbell bench press do the bench press if you don't like doing it you don't got to do it that's not going to build your chest if you don't like doing push-ups, you don't got to do a push-up. If you can do a push-up, you don't got to do a push-up. But if you want to do a push-up, then you got to do push-ups. If you don't like doing bicep curls, you don't got to do bicep curls. You can do a preacher curl. Find what you like, and you'll be more consistent with it. You'll actually look forward to doing it. If you like running, continue running. So, how to start you want to build muscle gain weight properly start with your diet take a food log of your diet and do it for like a week or two and track your weight as well i do i tell us we're all weight loss clients as well take a food log one to two weeks track your weight one to two weeks and you'll see patterns and looking over it you'll See, okay, I'm definitely not getting enough protein in. Maybe that's the reason why I'm not building muscle, or maybe I'm not getting enough calories, and maybe well, that's why I'm not gaining weight. Once you do that, you can start implementing other protein sources into your diet or replacing other things, such as replacing a whole egg with egg whites or ground beef with ground turkey. Once you get this knowledge or once you see the patterns, you're able to change everything up. So start by learning a little bit more about your nutrition. Get your pro focus on the protein. That's honestly all that matters when it comes to muscle gaining. If you want to go on a dirty bulk, which I honestly don't recommend, but who am I to tell you what to do, what not to do? If you want to go on a dirty bulk, eat whatever you want. Lift weights, make sure you get your protein in. You'll, you'll see the results that you want. 
But now if you want to go the route that I recommend and that I'm currently doing, stay, in, stay lower on the calories, keep high protein, and be consistent. That's how you'll see results. And you might not see results in the first month. You might not see results in the second month. I said I've been gaining weight over the past year, year and a half, whatever it is. And at first I was seeing half a pound a week, maybe. And I, I didn't I was not happy with it, but overcame that and now I'm a little bit more you know, I'm a lot more knowledgeable in the fact that I know it's going to take a lot more time and it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take time. Be patient. Be consistent. Get your protein in. That's my advice. Once you get everything situated, once you get a good workout program, once you get your nutrition down, you start seeing results. Keep fucking doing it. Keep doing it. This is going to keep the results that you worked so hard for. It's going to keep them, and you'll be able to just build on top of that. Another thing that I almost forgot to mention is your workouts. So when I first started, I like I said, I was watching a whole bunch of YouTube YouTubers, and they would have their workout programs that they'll say, oh, it's the best workout program ever. This is the one and only program that you need. You don't need nothing else. This is it. This is going to get you the big chest, the big arms, the crazy six-pack. This is the one program you need. And my dumbass would buy these programs. And some of the programs were really good looking back at them. But what I was expecting from those programs was very unrealistic. Just because somebody has 23-inch arms and tells you to buy his arm workout program, that does not mean you're going to get 23-inch arms by following that workout program. It's impossible. You don't, have, you don't have to buy anybody's workout program because most of the time it's just universal program. And what that means is they make one program and they sell the same program to everybody. You need something that is going to work for you and that you like. So you don't have to get a trainer. You don't have to get a coach. But just find what you like to do. If you like lifting weights, lift weights. If you like lift, doing kettlebells and resistance bands, do that. If you like home workouts and calisthenics, go for that. As long as you're happy doing what you're doing, your diet is on point, and you're getting protein in, getting your sleep, getting your recovery, you're going to gain weight, you're going to gain muscle, and it's going to feel better overall. So I covered, I'm pretty sure I covered everything I wanted to cover in this episode. I will be dropping the How to Grow Your Glutes episode next week as well. If you guys did enjoy this podcast episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple. I really do appreciate you guys listening to this episode. And if you have any questions or if you have a topic that you want me to discuss or if you want to discuss the topic with me, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hope you guys have a great day.